everybody, and welcome to Tell Me Why, a series for team members that looks at the why behind the business decisions that we make at American Airlines. I'm Caroline Clayton, and I'm really excited to be here as the guest host for today's episode. Uh, we are back after a brief hiatus. We've only had a couple of episodes this year so far, and we, we brought a new look with us, We're I think, for today. Distanced. We are masked socially up. distanced, and we are masked up. And I can't think of anyone better to welcome us back um, from our little break than Vasu Raja, our Chief Revenue Officer. You uh, have a new title since you were here last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, no kidding, no kidding. Well, it's good to have a new host on the show. <laughs> You're so far much. doing much better than the other guy. Thanks, Tommy Boss. Um, actually, we figured out the last time you were here was at the beginning of the year, and we had just announced a partnership with Alaska. Yeah. And today we're here to talk about another partnership with JetBlue. Indeed. So let's uh, get straight to it. Why does this make sense? for our customers? Why is it good for American? Uh, it's a great question. Um, look, this makes a ton of sense for our customers because um, New York and Boston are two of the largest air travel markets in the world. Uh, and but, However, they're really unique markets because uh, Boston is really limited by the number of gates at the airport. In New York, there's three airports that varyingly face limitations on gates, on slots, and on airspace. What that means for us is that even though it's the biggest market, uh, two of the biggest markets on earth, uh, we can't just grow there organically. We can't just add flights because there's, it's not easy to go get more gates or get more slots. And even if you do all of that, there isn't a lot more airspace to go and, and, and push airplanes through. Um, so our ability to go access this market's been limited for a while. Uh, in New York, what that's meant is we've really focused a lot more uh, in the domestic network about getting people to New York. Uh, internationally, we've been focused on really flying um, some of the largest and biggest markets that are there. But in all cases, we haven't really been a particularly big airline for the New York or the Boston originating customer. Um, that's where JetBlue comes in. JetBlue is an amazing brand for, for the New York and Boston originating customer with a long history there. Uh, they do extremely well. Um, but unlike American Airlines, who has a really great following in a lot of the mid-continental cities like Indianapolis or Nashville or Austin, uh, they have a much smaller presence there. By putting these two airlines together, what we can now do is create uh, a legitimately strong, great airline for our customers um, with, and create a world-class customer experience in New York and Boston. Uh, the combination of A and JetBlue will create the largest airline network in New York City, the largest airline network in Boston, um, will have the largest frequent flyer base in, in, in those cities, um, and the opportunity to build it much larger than, than that. Uh, and in, along the way, we, we anticipate being able to add more routes, more seats, uh, and ultimately create um, a really unique and one-of-a-kind customer experience, um, which will be great for our team and, of course, great for our customers. Okay, let's talk about that a little bit more because sure. um, I think we always try to do any decisions we're making. We're trying to think, how is it good for the American team? Uh, this feels maybe a little different, right? These are competitors. Are we going to still compete with them? Is this going to mean... Um, outsourcing flying in New yeah, York? Yeah, sure. No, and I'm sure a lot of people have that worry that when the airline does a code share, does it mean that um, we're going to be some, suddenly outsourcing positions? And uh, is that going to be even worse in, in these times where there's so much uncertainty uh, with what happens with demand? Uh, and look, let me say it unequivocally, our partnerships are about growing our airline. Um, in our partnership with Alaska, it came with growth in Seattle. And indeed, now we have um, a new hub in Seattle with which to go and launch international flights. Uh, in all of our joint ventures over time, we have consistently grown at or greater than, than what our partners have. 
Uh, and indeed, though now times are uniquely challenging um, and American Airlines will indeed be materially smaller next year, by having this, this partnership in place, um, we are building a foundation for future growth for our team. Now, um, some of you may be wondering, in a market where resources are scarce, there aren't slots, there aren't gates, things like that, how is it that both AA and JetBlue can grow, and how could that really be good for the team? Uh, and, and really, a lot of this comes back in, in just, if we deliver what's great for the customer, uh, almost 99% of the time, it's what's great for our team. So what we envision in New York um, is being able to take out our 50-seat our regional jets uh, over time. Uh, what that will enable us to do is, um, one, American Airlines will operate all, all flights with first class and in New York City over time. Uh, we'll be able to bring JetBlue into LaGuardia and operate a number of, of routes from LaGuardia to um, Sunshine that, that American Airlines has, has historically struggled with. But very critically for us, um, American Airlines will be able to grow in some of those vacated positions in, in JFK, uh, and we'll be able to go in and launch a complementary transatlantic hub to Philadelphia. So as part of this deal, we will announce um, a new JFK Tel Aviv, JFK to Athens, and uh, JFK to Rio, which was a route that had planned to go away. Um, none of that comes at the expense of any of the other flying that we had planned to do in our system. And all of that is a foundation for a new and stronger American Airlines uh, that's flying long haul. So the simple way to think of it is by doing this deal, this is actually something which is not about trying to go and, and outsource the work of our team, but indeed um, we'll take out the 50-seat the RJ and effectively turn those into wide bodies and, and mainline flying uh, and a much more um, broader, more creative customer proposition in New York. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I think we'd all agree the team in New York is and Boston are some of the hardest working. So it's it's good to have some good news right now. And even if we have to look forward a little bit, um, the long haul growth is, is exciting. That, I think we've that, you know, that, it. That's right. I mean, because look, this is the first time, this will be the first time that American Airlines has had a new um, long haul service from New York since 2016. Oh. The last time we had a wide body route that, that we still fly today was when we started JFK Madrid, which I recall to be like 2012 or so. Um, so you're right, we, we have a, um, a, a teams in New York and Boston that would run through walls for our customer, uh, to, for all of our customers, and it's great to be able to announce something like this, uh, as, despite all of the uncertainties going on in the airline, because this is a bedrock from which the airline can really grow, create a real return um, for our customers, our team, and, and even our shareholders. Okay, that's actually perfect, because I think a lot of people probably say, why right now? Um, we are, we're in a place where flying is not where we want it, right? Demand is low. There's not a lot of international flying. Um, we're really cognizant about our cash and about our finances. So why does this make sense right now and financially? Sort of what was the thinking behind that? Yeah, um, look, it is absolutely critical to do it right now. It's probably never been more important for us to do it than for us to do it right now, because so much of what we have to do is um, we need to be able to persevere through this crisis that's before us right now. And there is such uncertainty um, in demand, a level of uncertainty we have never seen before in, in our industry. Uh, and so we need to have new ways, um, new creative ways where we can go and, and get the greatest share of a smaller revenue pool and ultimately position the airline to succeed on the other end. But um, this airline has to have something to live for, and that something is that, that um, we will have the, the best and most comprehensive product, this network for our global customer base. Uh, and though it really seems uncertain when those customers may, may come back right now, um, they won't be gone for forever. 
And by having a partnership such as this and being able to start something like this now, um, it, it's a vehicle for our customers to be able to recover on the time frame that makes sense for them. It's a vehicle for the airlines too. Uh, and look, the, the last thing I would say is that, you know, for American Airlines, um, we're a really unique airline, at least compared to a, a lot of the airlines in the U.S., maybe maybe globally too. Um, in the 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 parts of our system that have um, been the most financially challenged have really been the West Coast and um, the Northeast, New York and Boston. Uh, indeed, we we often measure our, our revenues based on how we compare to the industry, and we generate unit revenues in our core connecting hubs that are 110% of what our competitors generate in their whole systems. Um, but unfortunately, we generate unit revenues in the West Coast and New York that are 90% of what, what our, our competitors generate. Uh, and, with no, and, and we have no really organic means of being able to fix that because we can't grow it, we can't really change it. But by having this partnership with Alaska and the West and with JetBlue in the Northeast, now we have a complete customer proposition. We are the biggest, uh, AA and, and friends are the biggest in the West, the biggest in the Northeast, and we continue and will be um, strong throughout um, the, the entirety of the country. And so though our airline may be smaller next year, maybe even materially smaller, as much as 20% smaller next year, um, by having this now, uh, it's creating a real value to customers, something which can be um, a, a real bedrock for our employees to grow in the future and something which can meaningfully improve the financial performance of American Airlines um, as and when demand comes back. I think that's really helpful. And again, I think we're all very focused on what's happening right in front of us, but to know that we're thinking long-term is, is, is good to know. Absolutely. That's what we do. Uh, if you need a refresher, you can get Tommy Why on podcast for our team members on the go from the iTunes store, or you can watch it on a video on JetNet. And for our team members, if you're on JetNet and you want to know more about other decisions that we're making or a certain topic, let us know. We are back, and we will take a look at that. And Vasu, you may, I'm sure, be back with us at some point again. Hey, you should do this more often. All right, thanks for having me on Forget your show. Forget about the other guy. <laughs> thanks, everybody. Thank you.